Welcome to episode number eight of the Grab Blogger podcast, where we help academics change the world through online business. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. Today, we're talking about content machines. This is actually the first in a series of episodes that we'll do on different content machines. And this one will cover a background behind them. And we'll talk about random topic blogging as an example, which is probably where all of you started, because that's where I started with my blog as well. Um, if you started with a, a kind of written form blog. So what the heck is a content machine? You're probably kind of asking that right out of the gate. And for me, I, I used to call them content creation modules, CCMs. I shortened that to a CM, a content machine. And I think I got the idea from Nicholas Goecki in a in a post in 2017, I think is when I read it actually. And he had a post that was called How to Publish Like a Huge Content Creation Team When It's Only Just You. This is time when I started building my blog um, I was doing this, what I'm calling in this this podcast episode, random topic blogging. Um, and I was kind of getting burnt out and tired, and I couldn't figure out how to kind of keep it going, keep the content creation going. When I read this post, and I'll, I'll include the link to it in the show notes, it really got me thinking, okay, how do we build a you know, a content machine, or how do we look like a content creation team with my blog? And that's how I started getting around templated blogs and doing different things like the instant database reporting, which we covered in previous podcast episodes. And we'll cover in future ones as well. But the thought is, how do you make it easier to create content to put out into the world? And not just any old content, but good high value content that's going to bring people back to make you authority in your space and help grow your business. So that's what this series will cover. Um, In this specific episode, we'll talk about what is a content machine. We'll go into a little more detail. Um, We'll talk about what do you need or why do you need a content machine? We'll talk about really two metrics or two families of metrics. One for actually creating content. So when we go through this whole series, each one will cover a different type of content machine. In this case, it's random topic blogging. And we'll, we'll actually rank them. So we'll rank them on content creation and the different parts of content creation, how easy they are to create, and content distribution, how easy they are to get into the world, what kind of value they create. So we'll talk about that in this podcast episode. And stick around to the end because we'll actually give a report card on this random topic blogging again, which is where a lot of people start on these different metrics. So before we get into the actual episode today, I want to talk about what is a podcast series. So for me, some people do them where the series is all in order. I like to think of it as as multi-threading. So every once in a while, you'll see an episode come up from the Content Machine series. You may see other series as we, we launch these out. And it's kind of like, I don't know, if you, you watch Game of Thrones, where you're watching one storyline, then all of a sudden the next storyline is is Jon Snow at Castle Black and kind of jumps around. That's that's a bit of a, what the podcast will do as well. We don't want to bore you with the same topic over and over, but content creation, shipping content, content machines, this is all really important to establish yourself as an authority. So we'll keep coming back to that. And we may interview people that have used content machines that I haven't used. Um, I've used quite a, quite a few and quite a different number of them and maybe even some uh, some unique ones. So we'll cover those as well. But you'll see these spread out, and you go back to the show notes for this episode, which would be grabblogger.com slash eight, you'll have links to all the future um, episodes on content machines. So if you want to go binge watch those different content machine episodes, we'll have links for those on the website. But that's kind of how the series will work. So it'll be multi-threaded, Game of Thrones style, and you can go in and look and find what other episode numbers, this is the first one for the content machine series, what other ones in the future are also on different content machines. So as I mentioned, this episode, we're talking about what is a content machine, giving some background, and then we're going to talk about random topic blogging and actually create a report card for this this type of approach or for this content machine. 
So the goal I want for you, for your business, for your blog, is to become the number one resource in the world for your topic. So the most established resource, the best resource, the resource people are finding. Um, I want you to really become the biggest authority on your topic to help build out a personal brand and help you to create a business from what you're doing. And that business could be selling products. It could be consulting. It could be anything really you do. It could be a research company like my uh, dust safety science company or dust X research company. There's lots of different ways to go, but a big part of that is building this personal brand. A big part of that is creating content. So I want you to be the biggest authority in your space. I want to share a little story why, you know, building this content machine is important. And it follows on this post that I mentioned from Nicholas Goecki. Again, the post was on AppSumo, um, but he wrote it and it's how to publish like a huge content creation team when it's really just yourself. But when I started, I, it was 2017 and, you know, I was really nervous about putting my voice out into the world of dust explosion research, which was my PhD research area. But I was so nervous that I actually stuck my in front of the website domain that I had. So it was mydustexplosionresearch.com, just solely because I was worried people think that I, I was the authority or that I thought I was the authority. So it's a really big, you know, imposter syndrome with this. After a year or so of blogging and writing and yeah, use some of these content machines, I actually became the authority. Today I have people from all over the world writing me almost, you know, weekly, if not daily talking about how much they're learning from the podcast that we run in dust safety science, how much they're learning from the, the material that we put out, how much they really appreciate the research we're doing. And, you know, then I felt kind of silly about putting this my in front. But when I started, I started with this, this random topic blogging. So I just made a list of topics and wrote about them. It turns out I'm not actually that great of a writer, but um, that's another story. That's why I have podcasts now. I still do some writing blogging, but I found out after just you know a month or two that that was pretty hard for me, and I, I kind of had this phase of burnout where I stopped being able to do this random topic blogging. So we'll see that as kind of one of the metrics down below. Then I started doing these templated paper review posts, and that was based on, again, this Nicholas Guecki post I mentioned above or mentioned previously. And I did 40 blog posts in 56 days with this process. It was really great. So this was an example of a different content machine. Here I started with a templated process. I did the same thing for every post. I reviewed a paper, put the notes on the back, and include that. And you can see in some of our early podcast episodes, I talk about that, especially episode number one on content creation strategies for your research blog, and I think on episode number two as well. And that comes back to a post that I wrote on the website, which was how to write 40 academic blog posts in 56 days. So this was my, you know, my first real leap into a different content machine than just random topic blogging. And it really helped. I had 40 posts over 56 days, but then I still burnt out again. So it just you know goes to show that as you put these machines in place, you'll need to come back and revisit whether it still worked for you. Last April, so April 2018, we put in place the Combustible Dust Instant Database, where we write a blog post about every fire and explosion in industries handling combustible powders and dust. Again, that's my research area. That's my research company. And we have a huge content machine there. I think we've done over 400 posts last year alone. And now I'm just taking a step back and reevaluating that whole content machine and saying, hey, you know, is there some processes that we can change here to be more efficient, to be more effective, to verify more of what we're doing, to put more value into the world? So that's just the point I wanted to leave with the story is one, you really need a content machine to have a repeatable process to generate content. Otherwise, you will eventually go through burnout. Two, even if you'd have a content machine or several content machines like, like I do with GrabBlogger and Dust Safety Science, you know, you're, you're probably still going to suffer burnout if you're doing a lot of the work yourself. And three, that just means that you need to reevaluate those every once in a while 
and restructure the process. You can drop a content machine for a while. You can start one back up after a while as well. And the reason I call them content creation modules at the start CCMs is that they can actually plug into each other. So a newsletter can be a content creation machine. I share my newsletter on LinkedIn, like the actual link to it with text that's taken as snippets out. And that's a piece of content that's shared that people can click, get back to the newsletter, get back to the website. So that's content machine itself and my other content machines feed into that. So these, these content creation modules, CCMs or just content machines can really feed into each other. So that was probably a lot of information. I don't want to, you know, confuse what we, what we need for just this episode. I want to say, you know, don't worry about where you're at today. If you're just doing single posts, if you're just doing this random topic blogging, that's great. If you have a podcast, if you're doing more complicated things like we're doing at GrabBlogger, that's great as well. That's why I'm doing this series. So you can kind of see this progression. We'll start with maybe some of the simpler processes. Again, we may bring people on to talk about other types of content machines that they created. And then we'll get into more complicated things. We'll talk about how I take this blog post that we're writing today. We create transcripts, we create um, upgrades and cheat sheets, and we take that and stack it and use it on social media. We create blurbs. So it's a very complicated process. But you don't need to start with those complicated ones. We'll, we'll talk about those at later podcast episodes. So I want to talk a bit about why you need a content machine. So the big thing about building an authority in your space and you know building out this personal brand is you need something to show and share to the world. So you need something to distribute to the world. So you need to create content. That's step number one. You need to ship it and get it out into the world. And the hope is to drive people back to your website, back to your platform, back to you, back to your personal brand. You can build authority. You also get them back and you get them to do some action. That action is, you know, helping to change the world or it's helping to monetize your blog or it can be a number of things. I call this in previous podcast episodes, AKCC, awareness and knowledge and then connection and change. So the awareness and knowledge are really the, the distribution and getting people back to your website, aware of your topic, aware of your research field, aware of what you're doing. If you're thinking of, you know, vaccinations or some other area where people aren't aware of some of the issues, then you're, you're providing that education, bringing them back. Then once they're there, the, the question is, well, what are the next steps for them? That's where a connection and change comes in for the AKCC process. But the whole thing is you need content. You need something to share out into the world to you know entice them to come back. So how are we going to rank these content machines? We're going to do it on two kind of uh, levels. The first is this distribution. So I call it the four S's of distribution. Ship, show, stack, and share. So you need to create content so that you can actually practice shipping into the world. And I talk about this again in the, the first podcast episode on content creation strategies. We need something to show. So you need to actually be able to post on social media. You need to post in a newsletter um, and actually share it with your colleagues. You need to take that content and be able to stack it. So sort of recycle it. So if you create one blog post, if you create a number of blog posts, two or three or four, you take those and combine them together and make kind of a super post that you know, covers maybe literature in entire field or covers entire scientific concept or, or whatever, however it works that way, and then share. You need to give your community, your people that are listening to you, something that they can actually share. So you post on social media, you want people to retweet it, you want people to reshare it, um, share it with their colleagues and friends. So those are the sort of four metrics on the distribution side that we'll be comparing these, these content machines from. Ship, show, stack, and share. And I actually added an additional metric, which we'll call the number of mediums. So for random topic blog posting, where you're writing, you only really have one medium, it's written. If you're doing a podcast, you could have two mediums. And if you have a video, then you can do three mediums. You can take the audio and you can create a transcript. So we'll use that in our, our ranking as well. So some different examples of different content machines that we'll cover 
in upcoming episodes. In this one, we're talking about random topic blogging. We'll talk about things like spotlight posts, guest posts, podcast recording, micro videos, full YouTube videos, courses, templated paper reviews. We'll cover all of these. And the question is, how hard are these to create? So we talked a bit about distribution of the content, but the other way that we can rank them is, is how hard is to create this content? So the metrics that we'll use for this are, are the level of difficulty in general. This one's a little bit personal. For some people, it's a lot more difficult to write content than to, to say it. Um, I am one of those people. We'll talk about complexity. It's just the number of moving parts. If you're writing a blog post, the number of moving parts, if you're just getting started, may seem high, but they, they get quite a bit higher if you're doing things like video where you need to actually have equipment, you have lighting, you have proper sound setup and all sorts of things. So complexity, complexity is one of the, the metrics. SEO value, how much value does the the content that you're creating have and how easy is it to get it to be read by search engines? And scalability, how easy is it to uh, scale your content? If you want to create you know, at twice the rate that you're doing before, is it twice the amount of work? Can you you know, outsource some of those steps? And we'll get into that uh, in the example that we're going to talk about, which is random topic blogging. And then I'm sure that in future podcast episodes, we'll talk more about how to actually scale your content creation efforts for your business. So, so far in this episode, we talked about what is a content machine. And the goal here is to create a repeatable process that you can use to generate content. And you need to be able to do this so that you can become the biggest authority in your topic, the number one resource in the world for your, your research field and grow your business. We talked about you know why you need a content machine. We talked about how we are looking to rank these different approaches. So based on content creation, how hard is it to create the content, and then how easy is it to distribute and what kind of value can it give to your listeners? I want to close this episode out by talking about the first example of a content machine. So in future episodes or future episodes in the series, we'll actually give the the content machine and we'll we'll dig into how to do it, you know, why it's important to use this type of content machine, and we'll actually give the the different steps involved in the distribution of the content and creation. On this one, we'll just talk about random topic blogging. So in this case, we're talking about written blog posts where you have a big list of topics and you sit down you know, in the morning and start hammering out uh, blog posts. So you just start writing from scratch. You got to get your social images. You got to share those, get the post written up, get it in WordPress or wherever you're looking at and publish it. Then get it into the world and share it and all that sort of stuff. So I'm pretty sure that most of you that are listening to this podcast are at least familiar with the concept of, of written text blogging. In episode number one of the podcast on content creation strategies, we talk about some different methods in this, about using how-to posts, about using review posts, um, about using scientific concepts as your you know list of topics to, to look at. Another note here is that for each of the, the metrics that we'll use, and we'll go through them all, we'll give a ranking between one and three. So three is really good, um, and one is really bad. And you can think of this as kind of the the best that you could think of with a the content machines that we'll look at, the worst thing you can think of, and then somewhere in the middle. We'll try to give everything a, a ranking based on that scale and see how we, we do. So in terms of content creation for random topic blogging, the difficulty of creating these types of posts, I, I gave that a two. It's a little bit subjective. It's actually quite a bit harder for me to write written blog posts than than maybe some other people. I can write good material. I can write a you know a good thesis or a good scientific paper. It just takes me a really long time. It takes me a, bit, a long time to review it, a long time to edit it. And I kind of struggle with that process. So writing is a little bit harder for me. Some people, maybe writing is a three. Maybe it's really easy to create written content. Um, but for me, it's at least a two. And in all honesty, 
might even be a one, but I'll leave it at a two for the purpose of, of this episode. For complexity, there's not a lot of moving parts in writing a random topic blog post compared to other methods online. When you're just getting started, it seems really overwhelming because you have WordPress, you have to create social images, you have SEO, you have tagging, you have metadata. So there's a lot of moving parts. But again, there's no physical things. You don't need cameras, you don't need to change mediums, you don't need to transcribe or use any of these third-party tools. So in terms of in relative form to other types of content machines, it's quite a bit uh, simpler. In terms of SEO value, I gave that a three. It might be a three or a two, depending on how you look at it. It is pretty easy to you know, get SEO into your blog post in the sense that that's what Google searches or reads is written text. So you're actually writing the material that's going into your SEO. Now, there may be some complications in getting that in there and choosing the correct SEO, but if you're doing audio, you need to do some extra things so the search engine can can actually read that SEO. So I gave it a three because you don't really need to do any extra stuff. It's all there in your blog post. If you know what you need to include for images and how to tag your images and that sort of stuff, then you can do all that pretty simply in your blog post, or at least more simply than, than video and audio, which uh, take a few more steps. In terms of scalability, I put this as a two. It's probably even maybe a bit lower, maybe a one slash two, in the sense that you can outsource some parts of, of random topic blogging. You can get somebody else to upload the post. You can get somebody else to publish the post. But then you're kind of stuck. At that stage, you need to write the content. Well, I guess you could hire somebody to actually write the content, which is another another good point. But we won't include that in the metric because, well, maybe we should include that in the metric. But we'll keep that as a, as a two in the point now that once you get somebody doing the uploading and that sort of thing, it's hard to scale in any further. If you want to do two times as many posts, you really need to sit down and write two times as much. And because your writing is probably the, the longest part of that whole process, it's hard to scale. In terms of you know podcast recording, I record this podcast for about 20 minutes. Then we do a lot of other stuff and it's hours of work to get it uploaded. So it's easier to scale that because there's more stuff that can be you know handled by others and that can be automated with systems and that sort of thing. Where RAM topic blogging, the biggest chunk of time is for you to sit down and actually write the blog post. So on those four metrics then, we have difficulty as a two, complexity as a three, SEO value as a three, and scalability as a two. That gives us 10 out of 16, so a 63 on the report card for content creation for random topic blogging. In terms of distribution, we have our, our four S's, ship, show, stack, share, and then the number of mediums that the, the content machine can go to. So in terms of shipping, I put this as a two because you are really usually at the, the early stages of your blog if you're doing um, you know written blog posts. It's kind of rare to, to do video and then audio and do a lot of shipping of that type of content and then come back and start you know, writing um, this sort of random topic blog post. So you're usually at a stage where you're really practicing the ship muscle, getting, you know, unscared of putting something into the world, which is a big thing that you need to overcome. And I mentioned this early on in a previous podcast episode, but that's the the biggest thing that stops most people from moving forward. Number one is selecting a, a podcast name. And if you want to learn about that, you can do that at grabblogger.com slash four at episode four. Um, another big difficulty is just shipping, pressing the the big red or whatever color the button is in WordPress, putting the thing out into the world. And with written material, this is not really easy. It's also maybe not really hard. So I just kind of put it in the middle as a two. To actually show this type of content into the world, it's actually not too bad because you, you have it right there. You can just add a button 
and you know share right to whatever social channel that you're looking at. Just need to create your tweet or you know create your Instagram image or whatever it's going to be, and and you can share right there. You don't need to do any extra steps like you might need to do in video or or something like that. In terms of stacking content, I put this as a one. If you listen to some of the previous podcast episodes, I have talked about ways that you can you can stack written blog content, and you actually need to do this. It's really powerful. Since you can use it in your newsletters, you can use you know three or four posts, collect them together, and and cover a full topic or full chapter in a textbook or something. But it's all sort of unit one time. And what I mean when I say that is, if you want to create, if you want to stack four pieces of content and create another piece, you need to write the other piece. It's sort of hard for written content to stack it together in a way that doesn't require any extra work for you. And then the last one for sharing, this is really social sharing by others in your community. I gave this as a two. People like to share written content. Um, it makes them feel you know, that they're doing something useful. They're sharing with their colleagues. They're sharing with their friends. And generally, they're, it's pretty shareable to have a, a nice, well-written blog post, and people will generally do that. For number of mediums, we put this as a one because obviously it's only the, the written medium that the blog post exists in. So then in terms of distribution of content, Random Topic Blogging, RTB, has a an 8 out of 20 for, for content distribution, so 40%. So that's sort of a you know a failing grade for getting the, the content out there compared to maybe some other content machines. And we'll talk a bit about what these might be. Some that I could think of right off the top of my head might be guest posts, where when you share them, you can actually message the person who wrote the guest post, and they may also share for you spotlights where you can kind of collect them together and say, okay, there's here's a spotlight on five different individuals from industry X and put that into a, a comprehensive post where you don't actually need to add any extra content up the front. You don't need to write another blog post. You can just kind of share those collectively. So there's different written mediums that can be distributed easier than random topic blogging. We'll cover some of those in future podcast episodes. So with that, I'm going to close out the first episode in our Content Machine series. Again, if you're listening to this when it comes out, we'll be doing more of these in the future. It won't necessarily be the next one. Actually, I know it won't be the next one. But you will see more of these come out in the future. If you're listening to this in the future, then you can actually go to the show notes at grabblogger.com slash eight. And we'll include links to the other podcast episodes that are in this Content Machine series as they, as they come out as well. So you can get those there. If you like this episode and you like the material we're putting out with the Grablogger podcast, um, please share. You can share and tag us on Twitter or Instagram. Just let us know you heard the episode. Let us know you like it. And we'll try our best to you know, reply and share as well. And that would be really helpful. If you want to get the transcripts for this episode, as always, we have these at the show notes at grablogger.com slash eight. And we'll actually include the report card that we wrote up for random topic blogging that you can get from the show notes as well. With that, I hope you have a great week ahead. I really appreciate you listening to the Grab Blogger podcast. I'm really looking forward to help you continue to, to build your business or get started with your blog or facilitate the change that you're going to put into the world. And I look forward to talking again next week on the podcast. 